Welcome to Traveler's Christmas Eve at Living Waters. We are excited to be worshiping with you. Um, we are excited to be declaring the good news of God in this place tonight. And so um, I just love the service, I have to say. It's just a fun time. It feels kind of like this little family reunion where we all get to kind of gather and celebrate Christmas together before we all go out and do all sorts of things and be with our people. And so thank you for being here with us. Thanks for gathering. We would love to sing with you, but first, would you stand with us? And let's pray. God, you are so good. It is so good to be in your house tonight, Lord. We are so thankful for the opportunity to come, to gather, to worship you. God, I thank you that you gather this group of people to sing of your praise, to remember the good news of Jesus being born. Lord, would you be praised in this place tonight? God, would we give you all the glory, all the honor, all, all the worship? Because God, you are so worthy. So thank you for this night. Be with us, God. We love you, we praise you, we thank you, and we pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name and all God's people said, amen.
have a seat, but before you do that, would you greet someone around you, share God's love, God's peace, say Merry Christmas. Well, good evening. Thank you for being here tonight um, as we come to celebrate the birth of our Savior. And I know this is the Traveler's Service, so I know you have busy times and, and busy things that you're, you're gearing up for. Um, tonight, during this time, we hope and pray that this will be a chance for you to connect with God in a special way. That this will be a chance for you to hear God's word, God's promise that he has for you. And we're so grateful for all the ways that you help us, help others know who Jesus is. So in your bulletins, there's a number of things, but we'd love just to highlight, um, especially uh, tonight and, and when we gear up for Christmas Eve, there's a number of ways that we have made an impact together, including we have filled 68 hours of bell ringing at Hornbacher's for the Salvation Army. 68 hours. That is incredible. You'll see things about the meal packing that, that went to defeat others in Fargo and around the world and some other things too. Chelsea, she has great lungs. That's great. We'll, we'll get her into the worship band when she's just a little bit older. Um, but right now, we'd love for you to do a couple things. First of all, we'd love for you to check in on Facebook or on Instagram. Um, every month, we partner with different organizations to make an impact. And during the month of December, for every five check-ins, um, this organization will give a book about Jesus to children in Ethiopia. And I had a colleague who was actually there two years ago when they were handing these out. And she was able to actually open the boxes and have, have children on her lap and read them this precious story that we're going to hear again. So you can make an impact there. And in a few moments, we are going to worship God with our gifts of tithes and offerings. We can't do what we do, which is not just worship. And this year we have not only the, this worship tonight, but four worship services on Christmas Eve. Um, but it's not just about worship, is it? It's about what we do outside of these walls. But we can't do that without our collective time, our talents, and our financial gifts. So thank you for anything that you honor us with. But uh, we'd love to hear from you and connect with you. So the connection card has some ways you could connect in faith. Um, and mostly we just want to pray for you. We know that God's listening. God's impacted by us when we pray. And so in just a few moments now as the ushers come forward, we want to give you time, um, time to pray with God, knowing he's listening, knowing he's impacted. So let's take some time with him right now.
pray, can we? God, for this time, for these people, we pray that we can hear that story again or maybe for the first time in a long time or ever. We can hear the story about how your promise came true to some people who didn't expect it 2,000 years ago. God, come to us tonight and help us to know that you are with us, you're leading us, and all because of Jesus, our lives can have hope, can have peace, can have love, and can have joy. In your holy and precious name and all God's people said, amen. With that, I invite you to stand as you are able as we come to God's word in the Gospel of Luke. Now, there are four accounts of Jesus' life, and we are in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. And if you want to follow along in your pew Bibles, you can, or you can, you can follow along on the screens as well. But this is the Christmas story. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Grace. And peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So when I was a little boy, we wouldn't go for candlelight service, not the Dornfelds. No, they had the candlelight service at our little, little um, church um, right next door to our house. We couldn't get away from it when we tried to skip out. It was not happening. We would go to our grandparents for candlelight service at their little country church. 
And then the next morning we would get up and we'd be ready to open presents. We'd open all the gifts we could and then satisfied with our loot, I mean Christmas joy, we would uh, go to church. And our church um, actually was uh, maybe, there were maybe a few more people here on that Christmas morning because most people would come on Christmas Eve. So here's the church and uh, we'd be sitting there and... so it's beautiful, and we, and we come up, and we had the children's message. And the Dornfelds, me and my brother and sister, were the only ones that were there that morning um, on a particular Christmas morning. And so the pastor called us up, and we hung out up front, and he said, Hey, hey, Dornfelds, I want to show you this. You may have missed it, but what's underneath the tree? And he pointed to, you know, we had a, we had a couple trees, and we went back there, and guess what was there? presence. And I don't know how he knew this, but I guess it was enough of a tradition for us. But our pastor knew that we must have been, we're going to be there. He had our names on these presents. So I was like, what? That, that can't be. I thought I had all the stuff I had. No way. Thanks, Pastor Grender. That was awesome. Because he didn't call him by his first name. No way. Pastor Grender, not Pastor Al. And so we, uh, he said, okay, kids, grab them. And the three of us grabbed them. And he said, now I want you to open them together, okay? And we were like, yeah. And we tore them open. And we were excited. And we pulled off the lid. And this is what we found. Yeah. There was nothing in any of the presents. Um, I got to tell you, I was like 10 years old. And I can remember looking at my pastor like, who do you think you are? And he said, Dan, Stuart, Kristen, and everyone else. You know, sometimes we, the world will try to give you things. And they'll be as empty as that. There's only one gift that we get to celebrate today. And it's far from empty. And his name is Jesus. I'll never forget that. But I think about this empty present. Because I'm guessing for most of you, I, mean, I know we have a few days yet, but for most of you, you've, you've already grabbed the right presents for people you care about, right? Or you're going in a, in a couple days, right? Or Amazon, you still could prime it. It's going to be okay to find just the right gift. But I think about this empty present. And I think about how life does sometimes feel especially in this time of year, a little empty. Two years ago, two days ago, was the two-year anniversary of my grandmother's death. She was the most shining example of God's love for me and my very large family and anyone who ever connected with her. She was a gift. And even though she lived a long time, because she died so close to Christmas, now, every Christmas, it feels different. There's no more times that we're ever going to be at Grandpa and Grandma's, ever. There's never going to be a time where I can just walk into their house. The door's always open. There's not a lock. We walk right in. My grandma's not there. My grandpa's not there. Life feels a little emptier. And doesn't it feel like, I, I don't know about you, but we try to do our best, Right? Especially in the holiday system, we, we try to honor people and, and try to do the right thing as, as best we can. I know most of us are, are, are really good people on this earth. 
But sometimes life has a way of being empty. And sometimes life, as much as we promise each other and things, life doesn't go the way we hope for. Not just for people that, that, that die and leave us, but for other reasons, right? There's so many times that I'm guessing for some of you, even right now, maybe your job is not feeling that fulfilling. Maybe some of you are, are, are looking for that next job. Or maybe for others of you, you're like, you know what? I, I feel like I should be happy, but I'm not right now. It just feels, feels empty. A few years ago, in one of the most heartbreaking, oh, in one of the most heartbreaking moments of my life, we have a little boy and a little girl, and they were five and seven. And my wife and I, at the time, we had done our best, but we'd separated. And we tried to work it out. We really did. We tried to do our best to honor our vows. And then she said, I can't do this anymore. And together, as hard as it was, we talked to my little five-year-old boy and seven-year-old girl. And I can remember Savea shrieking as we told her. You know what she said? But you promised! You promised! That's what she said over and over again. You promised this wouldn't happen. Years later, I still think about that. And as much as life has surprised us and has been a beautiful thing since then, those words hang in the air. You promised. Now I think about those shepherds that are sitting in some fields. Now shepherds were people that others did not want in town. They were people that wouldn't, wouldn't um, be, they, they were smelly. They were usually people that didn't have a great reputation. And, and I wonder if these are the people that felt, well, just like my little girl. Like maybe they're thinking like, life was supposed to go a certain way. People had said they would follow through. Maybe they even thought God would come through. But you promised. And it didn't happen. And feeling empty one cold night, a miracle happens. Angels appear in the sky and they declare that a promise is coming true. A promise that's for them. Not for some king that's sitting off in a palace somewhere. No, for them that they can't even walk into town because people wouldn't want them there. And the angels show up to these people and all at once they hear a new promise. It's a savior is born for you this day. And I don't know what's making you feel a little empty today. I don't know if you're saying, you know what, life is good, but I'm needing more. I need you to hear that, especially, especially in the empty times, the times when promises don't come true as much as we hope. That if God was able to send angels to show them that a miracle had happened, that he was with them, can you imagine that 2,000 years later, maybe God is telling you and me the same thing today. And I think about that empty gift, and I think, wait a minute, yes, the world does show that all too often. I feel like our world is more divided than ever tonight. And I wonder, where is God in that? But then I think of that empty present. And now I think about that baby Jesus. 
And we say this is such a gift for us and for the world, and he was, but not just as a baby, right? No, he grew up. He taught and, and, and helped people see about God's kingdom. He shared miracle after miracle after miracle, things people couldn't explain, and then he died horribly on a cross. And now comes the greatest gift. Something else that was empty one morning. What an empty gift. Because that tomb was empty, now the promise comes true. And you know what that means if that tomb was empty? That means no matter what, in the empty moments of our lives, in the times that we feel broken, in the times that we wonder, where is God? And feeling a lot like the shepherds, wondering, are we even welcome in our own lives? This is what I'm here to declare to you today. To you is born this city a Savior. And his name is Jesus. So now what do we get to do? Here it is. What do the shepherds do afterwards? They rush over to see this baby and they're amazed and they tell their story and no one can believe it. And now after they see the baby, now it says they go with haste. The shepherds who no one would allow in the town, it says they sprinted to tell others about this story. And what it says is nothing will be empty and meaningless again. That our experiences the beautiful ones, and yes, even the impossibly hard ones. God's promise come true. That means tonight in this place, we can be forgiven for anything because of what Jesus did. It means tonight we can have hope even when we don't feel it because of what Jesus did. It means tonight we can have joy, we can, we can have purpose and meaning because of what Jesus did. Our lives aren't empty anymore. Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for the incredible, amazing way that you came to to some people in some fields, people that no one else regarded as anything, people who weren't welcome by anyone, and you told them that your promise was coming true. God, there are so many times in our lives we, we fall down. There's so many times we break promises, even promises we make to you and to those we love. And sometimes life has a way, a way of going the opposite of what we hoped. In those empty times, God, help us know just as you showed up for those shepherds, just as you made your promise through a young maid that no one else would have paid attention to, that you come to us too. So help our lives now to be full in a new way and help us to go out just like the shepherds and to tell people through our words, through our actions, that you are our Savior. And all God people said, Amen. Amen. Will you stand and sing with us? Shout!
night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is New Testament in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated, and I invite those who are helping with communion to come forward now. And as they come forward, I'm here to tell you that here at Living Waters, you're all welcome here. You know, there's so much that can make us feel less than, especially when life happens and those promises are broken. There's so many times in this time of year that many people feel a little emptier than, than they should and wonder where they're welcome. I'm here to tell you tonight you're welcome here. And so we're going to do a wild thing tonight. No usher's going to lead you forward, but you're going to be able to do this. It's going to be okay. You're going to come forward when you are feeling ready during the, during the song, and the first person will have bread. It's gluten-free, so you don't have to worry about that if you have allergies. You'll, take, you'll put out your hand. She'll place the wafer in your hand, and you'll hear these amazing words of promise that can fill you in a lot of ways, his body given for you. And then you'll take the the wafer and you'll dip it either into the red wine or clear juice taking both elements at once and you'll hear his blood is shed for you. That's what we get to celebrate together. This is God's grace that we celebrate at Living Waters. You're all welcome to it. If you accidentally pop a wafer in your mouth before you dip it, um, you don't get any extra Jesus. Just kidding. You do. You do. There's always so much more Jesus for us, right? It's just like life. Sometimes we need that second dose, right? So if you do, just ask for another one. We're ready to give that to you. Um, but you're all welcome here. And children, I'll be at the end, and I'll make sure to give you a blessing. You're all welcome here tonight. Virgin womb, veiled in flesh. 
blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace today and forever. Amen. The gospel writer John says this, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. So now I'd love for you to grab your candles as we are able to share some light tonight to sing out to our God who gives us that light alone through his son, Jesus. Let's sing Silent Night together.
the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not, will not, and will never overcome it. Amen. Receive the blessing now. As you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, above you to watch over you, beside you to befriend you, behind you to encourage you, and within you to give you peace. So go, go in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
you for being with us tonight. We hope you have a great rest of your holiday season and a Merry Christmas. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Have a great night.